0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I'm your host, Gabe Peterson, and this is the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items for you. First, if you like this episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running far into the future. Second, if you're a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All I charge is our admin costs to keep this show running. So if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says Get the ebook in the upper right hand corner to grab yourself a copy. With that said, let's dive right in. Today, we have a very special guest with us, ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper, and enjoy the ride. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today, we have with us Gary Morris. Gary is a master of mobile home park marketing, so I am super excited to have him here. He has been in the mobile home park industry since October 2015 and has generated millions of website visitors for his clients' sites. He has won two ClickFunnel, two Comma Club awards for selling over a million dollars in a single sales funnel for the mobile home industry. He is the founder of Park Mart Marketing, a mobile home park website and marketing agency. We are going to say mobile home park so many times in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, I'm super excited to have you here. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing good, Gabe. How are you?
0: I'm doing good, doing good. good, good. Um, as I mentioned before we hopped on the show, we always start with stories on the Real Estate Investing Club. So take us to the beginning. How did you get started in real estate?
1: Yeah, it, boy, that's a good question. I'll tell you how I basically marketing got me started. And so I have to go back to what got me started in marketing. And really, it started with building websites for a living. So it was kind of a side gig. And then I went to a marketing agency for about 14 years. But on the side, I always built websites. And uh, they weren't always like real estate websites, but often there there were quite a bit, even early on. It wasn't I wasn't doing a ton. It was just a handful for friends. And then after a while, what I discovered is what people actually didn't want was necessarily a website. They just wanted more traffic. They wanted more sales. They wanted more leads. And so at some point, the evolution went from uh recognizing that i was building websites and what people really needed was more business Mm. and so that that kind of evolved into seo and search engine optimization and just bringing in more traffic for national companies local companies and and then from there it kind of evolved to marketing as a whole and some of my best clients have been real estate clients and they're in it for the long game the ones that are in it are in it for the long haul and so that's kind of how my evolution into real estate really started. It started from websites to SEO to marketing as a whole. And so that's that's the story. It's not super glamorous, but there's some there's some fun stories in the middle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, and uh, I mean you said more business is basically like what your business is bringing businesses, more business. And that is, there's is a never ending supply or a need for that kind of skill rather. So I yeah. mean, you're in the right industry for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what, what typically happens is you'll have business owners, real realtors. Uh, I mean, anything from realtors to lenders, to who, whoever it might be They're they're trying to do a, a bit of both worlds, you know? Mm. So they're trying to, trying to drum up leads. And then typically we're, we're starting with the low entry points. We're just looking for people that are ready to sell today and we're missing the other 85% of the people that might be ready to sell in the next 18 months. And so uh, typically what happens is when, I, when I'm when i involved with a business owner that's trying to drum up leads is they've just missed a lot of the, the wider the wider market that's there rather than the people that are just ready to sell today.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I mean, in you, you know, it sounds like your story went from the agency, you know, working in an agency, getting the digital experience, and then kind of going out on your own, um, and now you're focused more in the real estate space. Yeah. We talk so. often. I mean, I, I've said this so many times on this podcast that you know, real estate starts with marketing. It starts with getting those leads. Boy, um, yeah. and commercial is probably the hardest, uh, the hardest space to, to find those leads in. And since you focus on mobile home parks, I, you know, that's my niche. I told you before we jumped on the show, uh, I'm super interested to kind of know, you know, hear your, your take on what is the most effective methods, um, in the online space for, for generating leads.
1: Yeah. And boy, that's do, a great question. Yeah.
0: Uh, before you do that, uh, Make sure and specify what type of lead you're generating um, when sure. you when you give your answer.
1: Hey, yeah, great question. So, yeah, go back to your earlier point. Marketing really is the oxygen for any business. So, um, and a lot of people put it in as like an expense, but really it should be an investment with a positive ROI. And part of an effective way that you're growing your company is you're increasing the methods of acquiring more business or acquiring more leads. And so the stability of the future of your business is predicated on you being able to get more business and having enough channels. So what I've found is people will find a good channel to drum up leads and they'll milk it. And then typically what happens is it becomes you know oversaturated and everybody begins doing it. And the most dangerous number in any business is one. And so, if you have one source to get leads, you're in a very, very uh, uh, prob- uh, problematic uh, position. So, stability is necessary, and you want to begin to utilize your marketing budget to increase different lead sources that you can get. And so, that's 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 essential for everybody to understand. You know, just for any of us to understand that our 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 business becomes more stable when we have channels that have positive return on their investment over time. And it costs money to find out what those channels are, especially in real estate. So some channels work and then over time they fatigue. And then you need to look at some of the other channels that you invested in over time and turn on that other channel. When the other one begins to die out and update some of your, your offers or your sales copy or whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, just I think to that first point, marketing is absolutely critical. And it's having multiple sources to drum up business. Um so yeah, I in terms of techniques and methodologies, boy, that's that's where it gets really granular, but really critical. So it, it all depends on what you're looking for, right? Um I would say the first the first thing to know is that you want to be getting Uh, business where people are looking to sell within the next 18 months. Typically people are looking for, for uh, parks. If we're going to talk specifically about parks, they're looking for park owners that are ready to sell today. And the strategies are all the same. They typically have uh, their cold calling or cold emailing. And that's the typical strategy across the board. And they're looking for people right now. When in reality, You should be looking for ways to add value to park owners. And there are park owners that have just, as you know, there's a wide variety of personalities. So they're all over the place in terms of what they're going through, their life issues, the reason why they don't want to sell right now, some of the emotional hurdles that are holding them back, but it's probably the best thing for them. And so it's critical that we're able to answer some of those questions and add some type of value into their life to get them just into the the battle. So how can we begin to start a conversation with somebody who may or may not be ready to sell right now, but might be in the next year to two years? And so different strategies, I mean, there are different ways, different offerings, um, that you could utilize? I mean, obviously, email, phone numbers, those are all important. But you should be looking for ways to interject or start a conversation with them. Not just say, hey, are you ready to sell your park today? So what are some ways that you can nurture that lead over the course of the next 18 to 24 months? And so that needs to be important. There are are different strategies to do that. One is um, direct mail. A lot of people have left the mailbox. The, the one thing that's always historically happening with marketing is when a new channel of marketing comes out, everybody assumes the old methods died, which opens up the door for people to go back to the old methods that always worked because everybody left them. So the cost to get in those have gone down and typically no method dies. I mean, TV didn't die. Radio didn't die. Print didn't die. They're all still very much alive. People just have that shiny object syndrome and they just go to the next thing and they leave the last one behind. But especially with this demograph, they still go to their mailboxes. In fact, they go to their mailboxes more than almost anything. So a lot of people have left the mailboxes, which has lowered the cost of entry and has been a great opportunity for people to begin to interject or interact with are like you know facebook stuff uh did i break up a little
0: yep there's a little shop there and uh for everybody listening walking, okay. um gary's you know he's battling some technical issues so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be uh <laughs> <I can't even laughs> figure out the word but we'll give you some yeah. time here don't worry yeah You're
1: yeah Okay. All right. And I'll send a translate. I'll get my translator to take it from internet lingo to (laughs) (laughs) choppy language to English.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Um, So you're just talking about nurturing leads, uh, that being one of the most important things when it comes to marketing. And I I could not agree more. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we've seen it. Uh, we're actually closing a deal right now. Um, I think our main our acquisitions lead has been talking to this guy for I think he said sixteen months, and so right. you're talking like almost well not almost two years, but more than a year yeah. um, that we've been interacting with this person, and it's finally coming to the table yeah um, so it's that kind of you know nurturing that really does does work.
1: Uh, Yeah, in fact, they say like statistically, what we've seen across the board are when people are interested in selling, you've got about 15% of the market that are ready to sell within the next, let's say, three months. The other 85% are 18 months or more out. So you have to have a long game vision and play. How do I get them into my, my channel? How do I begin a conversation so that I can nurture them over the next 18 to 24 months?
0: Yep. Yeah. So you talked to uh, so I mean you kind of broke marketing into two buckets there you said you got to get them in get them into the funnel start that conversation and then you got to go you got to nurture them um mm-hmm. on the getting on the you know beginning of the conversations you mentioned uh, direct mail works really well I know it works across the board we're talking about mobile home parks here mm-hmm. um so direct mail works really well what other methods in just beginning that conversation what other methods have you found to be pretty effective
1: this this is the one that's historically problematic across the board you have to pick you have to pick a market you only have so many resources when it comes to your budget now by that market i mean you need to like begin to reduce it to some degree so that you can start to decide who do i want to target so like that could be a state you know that could be you know like a region. It could be an age demographic that you begin to target. But when you send out marketing collateral, whatever that might be, and if it's so generalized that anybody can read it and it's not really speaking to anyone, your conversion rate drops down significantly. So the, the number one Area when people actually begin to invest in marketing is they just generalize their marketing strategy. When the reality is, you need to pick a market based on some commonality so that you can make your marketing collateral a, a bit more specific. So that when that person reads it, it actually sounds like they're speaking to them. We're always fighting that AB pile, whether it's via email, phone, you know, they're going to look through that. You know, his back in the old days, they would say in direct mail, you'd have the A pile you'd have the B pile. So they go to their mailbox, the B pile all went in the garbage. They look at their mail right over the garbage can and the A pile would be something they'd read later. And so you want to make sure that if it's hyper generalized, it's going in the trash can. Even if it's even if we're talking email or phone, if you're just talking to them with no point of continuity or anything that's specific to their who they are as people, your your conversion rates just drop right off. So I would say at least look for look for something that's common amongst your next strategy. Now this could be if you're in general r- real estate. I mean this could be picking a lake with lakefront homes and owning that lake and saying I'm going to be the realtor for that lake, knowing that right now uh, you know it's, out of a hundred homes maybe fifteen if that are ready to sell anytime soon, but over the next two years there's going to be more. And so I want to begin to be the realtor for that lake. And then you just take that strategy, that collateral, that marketing message, and you just take it and copy it to the next one. Even your nurturing sequences, how often you communicate with them, when you call them, find out, find out birthdays, send them cards that are like actual handwriting, you know, and, and begin to own those markets over the long haul is where you can see some huge spikes in conversion rates.
0: Yep. No, I love it. Specificity is, is super crucial. I know, um, you know, with us, with, with my partnership, we've found that to be, you know, we, we learned the hard way. Actually, we got a we got started with google ppc um, a while ago yeah. and you know we saw we saw some traction and we were like shoot we can just go national it's just you know market the entire united states right. <laughs> we're going to get all these deals <laughs> yeah. and it just turned out like you flip the switch and it just gets overwhelming cuz you don't yeah. know the area you have the due diligence is, is very specific for every every different market yeah. um, and we ended up just kind of burning and 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 burning our uh, our budget pretty quickly there, um, so we we quickly learned that you. I mean, specificity is very very important. You got to choose what market you're going for, and then also, like you said, what channels um, you should be focusing on. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. So
1: and that's, I'll just say this one point, it seems overwhelming at first, it seems like it's a huge headache, like I gotta, you know, you got to pick where you're going to market, you got to make messaging specific to that market, you got to build a little nurturing sequence or a method to follow up with them. It is a, a headache at first, but once you build that system, that system then just gets copied into the next market you pick. So you only build it once. And then you just repeat and repeat and repeat. And then you tweak. You tweak your messaging, tweak your print collateral, tweak your Facebook ads, whatever it might be. You just begin to tweak it and then just take it to each new market. So it's overwhelming at first. But once you do it once, you have a, at least some system in place that you could take to other markets. Game yep. changer. Yep. 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 Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I mean, you said, I know you said um, you got had the ClickFunnel, the two, two Comma Club Award, which is great. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. Um, yeah. That has nothing to do with mailers though. So do you yeah. direct people from mailers to your website or how
1: we do? Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. we definitely do that. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, in fact you can, I mean, we do that from everything from real estate. You know, I've done that for realtors, real estate, uh, parks obviously to, uh, universities, to financial institutions. I mean, because you can create a, you can, you know, let's, let's just use uh here we have like, uh, closest lake to me would be like, uh, Lake Fenton. So if you're a realtor and you're going to own Lake Fenton, you can have a mailer that goes out that gives them something to interject into the conversation. And some of the old methods of like, you know, the value of your home, you know, find out the value. Those are some old school methods. There's some new ones too. Um, but then you can have a URL that's branded to like Lake real estate.com and just have, Uh, a funnel on there that begins to convert the lead and nurture the lead. So, yeah, we use direct mail to a landing page. uh, But those ones were uh, usually around SEO. So we're Mm -hmm. driving organic traffic. uh, People are searching for certain things. They're coming to the website. And over the years, I mean, as you begin to do that, you invest in uh, organic traffic you tweak, you tweak the funnel, you tweak the sales message, and you a b test, and then over time, it just gets better and better as the seasons go on, so it was a lot of work, and I uh, had a couple guys that uh on those two awards uh that have been fantastic we we uh partnered up on a bunch of different projects that just allowed that to go from one one area all the way to the next and uh and it's just been fun, it's fun, yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. Um, how about nurturing? I mean, uh, you know, mailers work great for, um, for getting the conversation started. What do you guys recommend? What do you do to, to nurture those leads through the 18 months?
1: Boy, that is another great question. A lot of that is based on the lifetime value of the client, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, even though these transactions could be one or two, um, but if the value of that potential client is significant, uh, People are typically buying experiences. So if you have a little bit more to invest in the actual nurturing sequence, you you really need to stand out with the experience they have with interacting with you. So there are some cases where our nurturing sequence on low-value products could just be like a welcome email with some value propositions in place, like a, a free video course that might help them do X, Y, or Z, or a free price guide or something like that, uh, versus... Uh, you could have a shock and all package with all kinds of different uh, material about you, about what you do. Maybe a book you wrote, or uh, maybe a printout of some different places you've been a guest on. Um, and so, as soon as they submit that information, you have a pre-qualifier in place to let you know the value. That's a little tit, uh, little tidbit that I can help a lot of people as, as they submit information have have ways to qualify that lead in your questionnaire, even if it's on the follow-up. We can get a lot more into like email follow-up at some point, maybe on a future episode if I'm ever back. But uh, the the uh, the opportunity to just determine the value of that client right off the bat in your questionnaire will help you know how much should you invest in nurturing them right out the gate. And so sometimes there's some boxes back here on my desk, and they're they're pretty thick, and they have multiple books uh multiple different packages and like different things for a high quality lead that might be worth a hundred thousand dollars to us we're willing to invest that as the opening sequence and say hey here's some good for you here's some stuff about us they're on our newsletter monthly newsletter um, and all that good stuff
0: Perfect. You uh, you, I, we got the the bulk of what you just said in the very end. <laughs> good, up, good. That's all right. Yeah, I
1: could I could read your face. I know when it got choppy by your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. And yeah, I mean, I would love to have you back on because there's so much more we can jump into. But we just hit the 20 minute mark, um, so I'm gonna have to push us into the quick question round. Are you yeah, ready? I'm ready. All right. It always starts out with books. I'm a big bookie, so two book recommendations: one for general life wisdom, one for real estate.
1: Hmm. Boy. Ah, okay. So I love books. I love books. Uh, how to get everything you can out of all you've got by Jay Abraham. Definitely a good book. Um, so that would be for, I, I would say that that applies to real estate. It applies essentially to all areas of marketing and business. So I'll, okay. yep. How to get yeah. all. Yeah. How to get all you can out of all you've got.
0: All right. I will have to check that one out. I I haven't heard that one yet, but yeah.
1: um, yeah. The next one is one that I'm reading right now. That's really good. It's by a guy named Dan Sullivan. It's called um, who, not how. And the whole concept around this is uh, we're typically procrastinating because we're trying to figure out how to do a job. And the reality is we need to be finding out who's really good at that job. And instead of figuring out how to do it, find out who's really good at it already. And instead of like trying to, fit somebody who may not be good at it and then make them do the, the how thing that you need to do. Find somebody that loves to do that thing all the time and plug them in and then watch things just take off. So instead of finding how's find who's.
0: I I like that. That's a really good, it's uh,
1: real. It's been really transformational. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so many guests that have come on here have, uh, you know, taken note that real estate really is about building a team. um, And that just goes right into it. You have to, yep. You, know, yep. you as an individual can do everything um, within a real estate transaction, but you're not going to be the best at all those. So you got to go out there. You got to find the people who are good at those yes. and you can take that from your hands for sure.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Yep. All right. Going into the next question. Um, and this one is for your younger self. So if you could go back to the Gary who had zero experience in real estate, in marketing, mm. go back to him, <laughs> look him in the eyes, give him mm. one piece of advice going forward
1: uh, drastically care about the people you're serving. And I don't just mean your team that goes without saying, I mean, the people you're actually trying to win over as clients or, you know, or as a deal, like, like think, how can I dramatically increase my value that I can put into their life and just get lost in that versus getting lost in the deal because the journey is so much more enjoyable.
0: Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. I love that. Yeah. Um, Next question, and this one is about habits. Habits are the foundation of our life. So, what is the habit that you feel contributes the most to your overall happiness, well-being,
1: success? Um. So this this you know th- this isn't maybe the most politically correct thing, but uh, hanging out with other guys,
0: you nice. know, I, yeah,
1: yeah. I think like sports competition. Um, I mean, I love my wife and kids, uh, but one thing I just, when I started drilling down in business, I just kind of like cut out, like I would have like different hobbies that I like to do once in a while, go fishing with a family member or whatever, but like actually hanging out competitive, competitively with friends, some guys just like roughing each other up, you know, I mean, we different sports or whatever it might be like that. It's just, uh, it's just something I think we've gotten away from in a more isolationist culture. And definitely with COVID in view, like, we've just kind of like separated from camaraderie amongst dudes just kind of hanging out. So, and for ladies, I would, I would say the same thing. So it seems weird, but you know, I, I really think it's, it's a healthy thing to do.
0: No, I I'm glad you said that. Um, I've been thinking that myself for, for ever since COVID started. Cause I've just been, yeah. you know, I used to do jujitsu as my main, nice. Like, nice. My yeah. Main there to you go. Do. Yeah. And, uh, and it has since not been a part of my life. And I just realized like, wow, yeah. there's a lot that you miss when Absol- you're not just hanging out with other guys. Absolutely.
1: So, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm
0: glad you said that. Yeah. Um, okay. This last question, uh, may not be applicable to you, but I'm going to ask anyways. Um, the United States is a big place, plenty of places to invest. What area do you feel right now is uh, an exciting place?
1: Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a great one. Uh, I would say. You know it depends. It de- it depends on what your market is, right? It depends on if you're looking for affluent neighborhoods versus parks versus single family versus so uh i will say in the Midwest one of the things that's becoming more attractive is um uh if if you are a wholesaler that are that you're buying single family homes or even single family mobile homes people are looking for them all over the place and so you cannot sell them quick enough so if you have strategies in mind in the midwest to find inventory find homes and and find the right buyers it's uh, even apartments i mean it's it's a gold mine and so just finding the, I mean, you have to have a good buyer's list. So this goes back to marketing. I, I've had several conversations uh, just this week with people that are are in the market. And one thing they haven't done was built the asset of having a buyer's list in place. And that's a light switch that it, at, over the years, you're accumulating more potential uh, opportunities there. So build up your buyer's list. And then when you have anything, any type of inventory that you need to get rid of, go to them and you can flip things a lot quicker and make a, a, a much quicker return. So in the Midwest, I would say, if you know how to find inventory, if you know how to find single family apartments, uh, anything like that right now, uh, you Everybody wants to know your name.
0: <laughs> yep. No, I love it. Midwest is a, I mean, we have, I told you before the show, we got three that we're working on right, right yeah. now, you know, around the great Lake, but the Midwest is definitely, it's a hot, hot area. It sure. is. It is. Yeah. And I like that you said buyer's list. Um, You know, we've, we've worked pretty hard on building our buyers list and we have, uh probably about 600 total um people interested in mo- mobile home parks and then we have maybe 3 or 4 that are just on our short list they'll buy mm-hmm. anything that we, yep. we want so i yep. uh i like that you said that because it really does make the entire process easier <sighs> if you have people in your back pocket that you know are ready to pull the trigger um, yep. if you find something that you know the numbers work
1: absolutely i mean it shortens your your whole time too i mean you could flip something in you know 60 90 days if you have the 30 days i i've got guys that their average flip rate on any, any type of like park type stuff, they can flip it in 30 to 60 days. If they have just based on the buyers that they've accumulated over the past decade, you know? Yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, if they're cash buyers, for sure, you can make it quick. Yep. All right. This last question is uh, for the listeners. I know you've given a lot of good advice so far about marketing. I'm sure people want to reach out. What's the best way for them to do that?
1: Yeah, there's a couple different ways they can go to parkatmarketing.com. Uh, they can sign up there. We're going to be uh, showcasing some of our stuff on that off that website. My other, my consulting agency is graftedin.io. That's another place you can get a hold of me. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Gary M Live. Gary M L I V E. All right, perfect. Yeah.
0: Well, Gary, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. That was hey, Gabe. A, yeah. Yeah.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah, this is great. Keep it up.
0: <laughs> for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason that we do this. So we appreciate having you here. As always, if you have any questions, reach out to us, the realestateinvestingclub.com. we love to hear from you. Other than that, hope you guys have a great week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed putting it on and we're able to pull some actionable advice that you can apply in your own investing today in the field. Before you go, we have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to invest, take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on our website, This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance a deal with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I am throwing in a bundle of bonuses, seven of them to be exact. The first one will be the Off-Market Lead Generation Blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating wealth in real estate. The second bonus is the A to Z REI Systems and Vendors Guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools, systems, and even the vendors we use to see the success that we do. And the third bonus is the top 100 best performing keywords pack which is which will give you the exact keywords we used to target motivated sellers online using PPC ads. The fourth bundle is or the first fourth bonus is our contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate which will give you access to all the contracts we use in the field to execute all different types of co- transactions. After that is the investors quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal, and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. This is a lot of uh, a lot of bonuses that I said. I'm just going to keep going down the list. Number six is the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And the last bonus is the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. That is a bundle. So it's a mouthful. You get all of those bonuses for free when you download the ebook. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you're interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page to take advantage of that deal. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.